Good morning, Meat Suits and Meat Dresses. Welcome to Read It and Weep. This is episode number 78. We've now done as many episodes as there are chromosomes in canine DNA. Speaking of things that won't get you healthier at all, today we're talking about The 4-Hour Body by Timothy Ferris. You can read it along with us by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep and downloading it as your free book that you get for signing up for the trial membership, which you could keep even if you cancel the membership. Pretty good deal. Also, you can suggest the topic that we're going to read later, what we're going to tackle next by going to read-weep.com, that's our address, slash suggest. And filling out a little form there, you can also vote on other people's suggestions. This, a very popular suggestion on our Facebook page and our website, so that's why we're here. Of course, I'm your host, Alex Falcone, in Portland, and I have a very special panel with me today. First up, he's lost 40 pounds by taking long ice baths and walking in the snow without a coat on. In Northern California, it's Ezra. Hey, I'm really ripped, but also I'm dying of hypothermia. That's a reasonable trade-off. <laughs> also joining us, as always, he just got back from Camp Diddles, where he learned how to manually stimulate a woman in Seattle. It's Chris. I'm feeling just as joyless as the sex advertised in this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get to go to Camp Diddles. <laughs> Camp Diddles. Camp Town races, sing their song. Doodle. I was going to say, to be a camp counselor at Camp Diddler, Diddles, uh, I'm trying to say, I do not trust the camp counselors there, I guess. What I was trying to say. Actually, yeah. Just, if you're at Camp Diddles, what do you do to get in trouble? <laughs> Sleeping with the campers is obviously encouraged. Yeah. I wanted to have a canoe. And you're like, no, diddle somebody. Well, <laughs> okay, also joining us today, we have a very special guest. She just finished reading her constant glucose meter to increase her lucid dreaming potential. Live in studio tonight, it's Colleen. Yeah, I might have to come back and do this later, though, because I just checked and my glucose is not optimal, so I'm going to have to, like, retry eating something different. Retry eating something different. <laughs> Try for the first time eating something different, then come back. Right now, Chris, as always, you are the resident summarizer on the program. Perhaps you've heard. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Cool. And so, what we need you to do is we need you to summarize this book using your freakish recall and your soothing baritone voice in the style. Of a person who's clearly a blogger, but trying to write a book. But still as a blogger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, public. Timothy Ferris here. <laughs> Just sharing a little bit of knowledge. See, I've been a very successful computer nerd in Silicon Valley. And yes, as you can see from my previous entries, archived back through 2002, <laughs> I have a touch of the crazy and a little bit of OCD. But I'm going to demonstrate in this entry the benefits of my disability. <laughs> Not limited to turning food into joyless science, turning fitness into joyless science, <laughs> turning sex into joyless science, and turning, yes, even sleep into joyless science. To do so, there are just three simple rules. Now, follow me here. Um, but wait, rule one has two sub rules. <laughs> And that first sub-rule, here are three common mistakes that you can make. In, <laughs> and really, to not make that mistake, here are a couple other rules. And, and you know what? <laughs> Fuck the rules. Just take a lot of scary science supplements to improve almost every single aspect of your life. I can't guarantee it's healthy, 
but maybe girls will like me a little better in four hours, the four-hour body. Very well done, Chris. I, I, was, I like to think that he turned sleep into a joyless silence. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> I think when we get one genuine laugh, one sarcastic laugh, and a zing, I don't know how to take that. Well, wait, wait, mine, mine was the rim shot. I mean, that was just a sound effect. I wasn't even... <laughs> yeah. All right. As always, we like to start and end with a compliment sandwich. That's how we prove that we are fair criticism. Colleen, as today's guest, you have the right to go first or last in the compliment round. What do you prefer? I'll go last. All right. So leading us off today, it's Chris. Okay. Timothy Ferris is somebody I disagree with on almost every level, except he also hates fruit. I don't like eating fruit. I'm with he you. He doesn't like eating fruit. <laughs> I'm on the no fruit train. He's like, yeah, I guess you can eat fruit on your cheat day, like one piece of fruit on Saturdays. And that's exactly how I feel about fruit. I got to I, I gotta go with you. Fruit is the worst. Fuck fruit. Do you guys get the sense of this? Like his diet was just designed by someone who's really super racist and super homophobic, just like no white foods and no fruit. <laughs> yeah, so he has this, this slow-carb diet, which is basically kind of like Atkins, but a little bit more whole foody than that. And um, No, it's like uh, Atkins with Saturday off. Atkins with Saturday off, that's true. It's just like someone who's really, really religious and racist, because like, right, like no fruits. Yeah, no fruits. All right. Because of Adam and Eve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then also you get, you know, one day a week to rest. Oh, because of the gays. Because of the gays. It yeah, took you oh. that long to get that. <laughs> Yeah, it did. I'm I'm perfectly willing to admit that. <laughs> All right, excellent. Uh, Ezra, what is your major compliment? Um, I mean, I appreciate how far he does, how far he goes in order to not do math. <laughs> <laughs> so at one point, he makes a big deal out of um, weighing his poop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to to make to see how much you know, nutrients he absorbed and some of that. But you can also just weigh yourself before and after you poop and then just subtract the two numbers. <laughs> that's, if your scale is accurate enough, that should be the same thing. I mean, if you've already got... I was, I was trying to picture the poop weighing setup, and I was like, well, if you've already got a bag that hangs in your toilet that's attached to a caliper that's attached... To, right, you might as well use that. I imagine him weighing it on that scale he uses to weigh all his food. Yeah, I do too. I think he just put down some wax paper and popped it some lot. No, that's, that's porous. That's porous, Chris. <laughs> I mean, that, that is one of a couple of moments where if he had you, he's now lost you. <laughs> if he's it. lost you, he has you. <laughs> Excellent point. All right. My major compliment is this. The obvious breakout character from the book. Clearly the one that is going to live long past this has novels written about him, TV shows, spin-offs. The generous hobo. <laughs> here's the, here's the generous hobo. His father used to be chubby. And then one day his father was like grilling uh on the streets of New York or something, and this hobo wandered up to him and was like, "Hey, you know how I lost 200 pounds?" And check it out, the answer was not by being homeless. <laughs> by being addicted to heroin. <laughs> it, was not, it was none of those things. It was just eat more garlic. <laughs> and then he walked away, didn't ask for change. He was just, it was a generous hobo. He was giving back to his community. He was dispensing fake diet advice as he went. Well, everyone needs a wise homeless friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I mean, I think I think that is the one that we're gonna we're gonna see later. Stupid think, homeless people are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> and ignorant homeless people. <laughs> homeless people who get confused between garlic and other fake diet pills. Between the moon and cheese, you're like, oh come on. <laughs> Great. All right, Colleen, you can put it off no longer. What is your major compliment? Uh, my compliment is how well Tim Ferriss catered to the women's workout plan in here. Merely by just saying in the first, like, I think on page 20 or something. So early on, he's like, yeah, this book definitely is not sexist. Like, sexism in, <laughs> in exercise is a marketing ploy uh, just to get women to, like, buy more books and diet plans and things like that. So he never actually, like, helps out by giving examples for workouts that are for anyone besides a 150-pound man. <laughs> um, but he does do a lot of helpful oh, things like, yeah. like yeah. reminds women not to have like a giant heaping teaspoon of peanut butter before dinner reminds you to like level that off um, <laughs> there was such a good line there it was really offensive note to the ladies for whom peanut butter seems to be like crack the teaspoon uh, yeah. <laughs> should be no more than a small mound not half the jar balance on a spoon <laughs> We cannot not control our peanut butter intake. Um, and he reminds you, like, during certain exercises, he's like, no, women should not do this exercise because it will, you know, detract from their hourglass figure, which would be so unattractive. Do not do this exercise. So. Have you ever hung around women? Isn't chocolate your thing? When did you guys switch to peanut butter? <laughs> just, just really anything. We just can't control ourselves. <laughs> So, for our regular segment, our hate segment, Wheel of Haitian. Now, uh, so spin the Wheel of Haitian. Make sure you remember you have to buy vowels, hate vowels. And if you end up on lose a turn, we're going to go wah, wah. Uh, short chapters with long quotes at the beginning of them. This book is like Bartlett's anthology of misinterpreted quotations about health. <laughs> He's got so many in there. Like, like, Do you have uh, any examples? Yeah, like before he starts talking about uh, your body mass index, the quote at the beginning of the chapter is uh, "is know thyself" as attributed to above the uh, the oracle of Delphi. I'm sure, and I don't know much about the Greeks. I'm sure that is not what the oracle was talking about. Was going to an official health club and paying money to get your body fat uh, estimated by some sort of resistance technology. Not what they were talking about. Yeah. It also wasn't probably getting a thousand blood tests in three years. The Oracle knew all that stuff. The Oracle would have wanted you to know more about your other things about yourself. Like, for example, if at any point Timothy Ferris was like, also, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Very well done. Or I could treat women a little better. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, someone else? I guess I got one. Uh, this, is for, um, this is for sexualizing Star Wars for me. Uh, <laughs> no, as we, we finished the compliments already. <laughs> well, all right. This is for Star Wars Ising clitorises. Oh, nice. Okay. Um. So basically, it's, Tim's way of describing the, the clitoris is saying that it looks something like an Imperial Guard from Star Wars. Mm. Yep. I don't see it. I'll need a picture. I have a really, uh, you know, like Star Wars connects for me very well. And when he said that, I was just like, yeah. No, that's great. That's a really good way of explaining it because I already know that the Imperial Guard's helmets are made, uh, you know, to resemble the Warriors of Mandalore, 
And uh, I think that, you know, why not just make the direct? Such a boner right now. Here's the problem, I think. I don't think that anyone who would know what a clitoris looks like would know what an imperial guard <laughs> looks like. I think Those it's like a... diagrams don't cross over. <laughs> Those are just two cross. circles distant from each other. Yeah, it looks like you just drew eyes. That's all you drew. <laughs> Rather surprised eyes, but... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, other other hates. Here, I have one. I hate that he uh, titles the chapter "Building the Perfect Posterior," and then he doesn't give me one on building my anterior. Like, no one cares about my anterior, <laughs> <laughs> which is which seems to be the the more important side. But you'd think, but I guess like the ass is on the back, which people, I mean, which Timothy likes a lot. Um, except <laughs> when it's gross and fat. Are you saying you want a better front butt? Well, I would like something on the front that was nice. You definitely don't want a worse front butt. <laughs> you, you don't want front butt. I think I think the goal of this book is to get rid of front butt. <laughs> um, I gotta hate. Yeah. So the audiobook is less. Is just right around four hours, basically. And which, which is clever. Yeah, but I'm just gonna say this is not a good idea just because your um the title of the book happened to mention some measurement of time does not mean that you should like you know make sure you have to consume that book in that same amount of time uh like like, like 1984 for example you know, <laughs> you know, should not have taken nearly you know 2,000 years to consume i think it was just fine in the number of pages it was that's bad precedent and I i've mean, never I'm... listened to the 1984 audiobook maybe it is really fucking long <laughs> just talks really slowly it's like Big Brother <laughs> is watching. And that'll do for this month. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here's something else that I really hate about this. Uh, Timothy Ferris is really bad at ingredients. <laughs> so, he's talking about what you're allowed to eat on certain days. One of the things he says is, Butter is fine, as long as the only ingredients are butter and salt. Butter is made from cream, sir. Uh, that's, that's like saying you ate a taco and the ingredients were salt and taco. <laughs> so really, butter is okay, but as long as the ingredients are only butter and salt. So what he's saying is you can eat that, but also all the salt that you want. <laughs> yeah, what he's created is this infinite regression where in order to make butter, you take butter and add salt. And then you're like, well, I have, I butter. have butter. I still you need to make that, butter. Add salt. And you're like, well, I still don't have any butter. So you add some salt. Sounds tasty. I love that. No, they basically, if you turn products into something that has a new name, then you can eat that one thing because it's just one thing, you know? For example. So lasagna is a bunch of you know, little things, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It just, just has lasagna and salt in it, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, totally fine. What if I like unsalted lasagna? Well, then, Sweet cream lasagna, terrible. you sick fuck. <laughs> Other hates? Yeah, I have a geographically oriented hate. Um, yeah. it, when he describes the uh, sex portion, the first story is how he was meeting somebody at Osha Thai in San Francisco. And the very day I was listening to that, I was going to meet someone at Osha Thai, and we promptly reconvened it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something else that's related to your geographic hate is... Uh, at one point, he says, he's, getting, he's talking about all the testing you have to do before you start the diet. And he says, starting a body recomposition program without measurement is like planning a trip without a start address. <laughs> you don't know where you are. Really? That's the hard part of planning a trip? Really? I don't How know where I am, but I want to be in Delaware. 
<laughs> I want to leave so bad, but I can't remember my address. Oh, I think it, no, it's totally it's, it's like Homeward Bound, right? Where like you know the animals are trying to find where they are, but and trying to get back home to their family or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you're yeah if you're like dogs and a cat, one of them's voiced by like Michael J. Fox. You're in the wilderness. Uh, <laughs> that's what it's like not to. What is it? Be tested before you have a diet. To start a body recomposition program without. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. In fact, if he had said this is like starting a this is like starting a long journey home without a talking cat, I'd be like, well, fucking at me. <laughs> well, I never go home without a sassy cat by my side. <laughs> Fortunately, I take a picture of my house so I remember where I'm going back to, no matter where I go. Yeah, uh, you know that's weird because like I don't, I have no idea how much I weigh, but I know that I could eat a little better. Yeah, I mean, you weigh nothing. What? Closing in on nothing. I am the Goldilocks of the three of us, all right? There's there's your body composition analysis. Chris, you weigh nothing. You uh, you have nothing to recomposition. Can we talk about the body recomposition for a second? Oh, yeah. Because that's the goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, so everyone needs, like, you know, 20 pounds of swing one way or the other. So it's, like, either 20 pounds more muscle or 20 pounds less fat or some, you know, mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to say, like, I tried to add 20 pounds of muscle to, like, my foot. And <laughs> basically, I just, you know, sized out of my shoes. It was not, like, helpful. I don't think I was sexier. You don't want to add 20 pounds of muscle, per se. You can also just change the 20 pounds of fat in your foot into muscle. <laughs> <laughs> you have a really fat foot. <laughs> well, I have one fat foot and one muscly foot now. So. Oh, man. They sound like a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> fat foot and muscly foot they do not sound like a sitcom they really don't sound like a sitcom at all anytime two people don't get along I think it's a sitcom <laughs> this is why I'm not a sitcom writer <laughs> that is one of the reasons yeah. <laughs> I wanna get on the good foot All right, let, let's do, let's move on. Uh, let's do a brief segment. Uh, this segment is called "Reasons to Not Date Timothy Ferris." Oh boy! So there's a great scene in the book uh, where he's on a date in uh, at a tea shop, and he's like, "It's going well. We're talking about stuff. We're giggling. We're flirting." And then I was like, and then I pulled out my food measurement system out of my man purse, and I said, "Don't let this weird you out." And then I proceeded to weigh and separate and weigh every little piece of food that we had. And apparently, despite his warnings, she did let it freak her out. And they didn't date <laughs> again after that. That's not fair. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> he, there's no shortage of other reasons in the book that he has shown that he would not be a good, uh, even if he's a great sexual partner, would not be a good partner partner. Yeah. Another reason not to date Timothy Ferris is I feel like your sex life would be extremely regulated. Like, <laughs> no, it's time for 15 minutes of diddling. Lie down. <laughs> Lie down and do like... not enjoy yourself. No, no talking. Don't look at me. <laughs> no, no, he'd like we'd like measure like the the decibels of like you know, the moans to yeah. make sure to see if he's doing better or worse. And meanwhile, <laughs> his like pocket humidifier, pocket sleep weight light, and pocket go light are all like on. And you're like, well, and then you'd like you know like be in the mood, and he'd be like, hold on, let me go eat my. 16 brazil nuts and then uh, in three hours i'll be ready to go uh anyway other reasons to not date tony ferris well all the competition with other women like did you see that part about he was like yeah this one night it was so weird like i went to this restaurant 
And this girl I went with, first of all, she just wanted to fuck me so bad the entire time. But she was also like, oh, my God, Timothy Ferris, everyone here wants to fuck you, too. What's going on? Like, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. I couldn't deal with that competition of just everyone always. Yeah. And, and, he, was just, and he was so stoked about the girl wanting to fuck him because he was like, she's a CEO. CEOs never behave like this. <laughs> I don't know. What about, like, the CEO of Hooters? That guy's probably a horn dog. Alex, the CEO of Hooters just got there for the wings, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so for our uh, for our main segment today, for our, or our last big segment today, what I would like to do, we talked about maybe following some of his advice before, and here's the way I would like this to work. I'm going to call this the Lab Rat Lottery, and here's how this will work. Oh, it's a lottery. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone's going to get stoned. So everyone's gone through this book, and we've picked out our favorite three tips, not whole exercises or diet plans. We're mix- mixing and matching. And what we're going to do is together we're going to create a, a, a diet and exercise plan that all of the us has to do. Oh, okay. All of us. Okay. It's not like, yeah, Chris, uh, turns out you're weighing your own shit. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we'll all have to do that. No, so, <laughs> so let's go around the circle and just go around and list them all. And Chris, you go first. Okay. This one is probably the most dangerous of my three, <laughs> but I really want to see what happens. So, Timothy Ferris suggests drinking 1.5 liters of cold water per morning immediately upon waking. <laughs> and I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I mean, haven't you ever heard of that guy, the radio contest where they die drinking yeah, water? Yeah, but that was like gallons and gallons and gallons. This is, this that is... was way more. Ezra, what's your first one? Um, masturbate five minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is a lock. Uh, yeah, I think that one might stay. Uh, <laughs> way, to, way to put yourself out there. Wait, every day, even binge days? Or what do you mean? Well, I mean the, the problem oh, is exactly... <laughs> Ten minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. The problem is that it's exactly five minutes, I think. That's, I think that's where people exactly. are in trouble. Okay. Exactly. No like, more like than, no thing. more, no less. Okay. No less. And I'm going to have to put some saran wrap over my kitchen timer. <laughs> All right, my, my first item... God, I'm so much nicer than, Bo- than, than, than Chris. Uh, I, I'm going to put up overeat on Saturdays. I don't want the rest of the diet where you eat better for six days. But I'm going to request that we, we eat worse for ourselves on Saturdays. Have than a binge day. day from normal. Yeah. So what, Yeah, you can set your own normal. You just have to eat worse than that on Saturdays. Colleen. Uh, my first one is uh, immediately after eating anything, you have to do 40 air squats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, anything or just entree meals? I'd like to point out, Colleen's in much better shape than the rest of us. Well, I'm okay, but like, yeah. No, you're not. (laughs) Well, I don't have... uh, I don't decide. Yeah, okay. But no, immediately after, like, if you're at a restaurant, you, like you do, you have to run into the bathroom. You know, I think he actually said you're supposed to do them before as well, but I'm not... No, 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 because my 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 next suggestion is isometric exercises before every meal. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Ezra, can we have a plan for just us? (laughs) I don't think the other other people here understand. Um, So he suggests that you do like wind sprints before meals, but since that's not always applicable, do like you know the equivalent of full body kegels before. (laughs) Oh, okay, I could do that. 
at the table, just sit there and clench really hard. <laughs> like, he, said, like he said mainly your legs because you'll be seated, you know, but like, you know, just like really work your legs uh, by clenching and unclenching for 60 to 90 seconds before every meal. All right, uh, Ezra, you're number two. All right, this is, this is, I don't think this one's that hard. Take photos of everything you eat. Oh, oh damn it. that was mine. That's a good one. I like that one. Do, Do we, we post them online? Yeah, we should post them online. Doc, I eat shit. I mean, this is going to be fun for me. Because I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> you will be. I, you <laughs> will be. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, my number two. I'm so much better than you guys. My number two is make a pre-bed snack part of your nutritional plan. <laughs> God, who's gonna be the dick who suggests full body ice baths twice a day? Not- <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out so far. That both of my things have involved eating more. <laughs> Your guys's are not fun, so they're going to get eliminated. So we're just gonna, this is going to be a get oh, yeah. fat diet. I have a fun one. Yeah, go for it. I like the idea that he says you should. His one time when he says he should make it fun is when he says you should make it into a competition. So I don't know how we should do this, but we should do something where every time you break a rule, you have to like give someone a quarter or something. Oh, okay, sure. There's a there's a, well, like a give a homeless person a quarter every time you Oh, oh god, sure. I hate giving homeless <laughs> <money>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? So you <laughs> Yeah, I hate that oh, too. I, for- I forgot to take a picture of my lunch. Here you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time you guys don't do garlic, anything, eat to, more garlic. You have to give a homeless person a quarter. Okay. Yeah. All right, Chris, what's what's your next your your third one? Is I'm going to take Timothy Ferris's advice for dining out. Anytime I eat Mexican food, extra guacamole (laughs) yes i love you chris (laughs) because guacamole is not only really great with uh potassium but it has insoluble fiber and healthy fats yeah and it's pounded full of delicious too (laughs) yeah all right uh ezra your last one okay i'm not sure how this one's gonna go (laughs) (laughs) offer to facilitate orgasms in all your friends In all of them? Do we... <laughs> or all no, friends. <laughs> that might negatively impact my career. So like, I mean, people already ask me if I do that anyway. <laughs> You're yeah. a massage yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, no, but you, gotta, you have to understand the difference. With a guy, you give them an orgasm. With a woman, you facilitate it. Yeah, you just provide, so, like, you know, you block out some time in Outlook. You provide... Yeah, <laughs> really, that's what you're doing. You're, you're, you know. you're more like a stage okay, manager just, for an orgasm. Tomorrow at 8 p.m., I will not call you so if you want to be orgasming i will not repeat that <laughs> won't actively interrupt you yeah. <laughs> i mean i can do that i can promise to like never call anyone between 8 p.m and 8:05 p.m <laughs> so everyone can know that i will not be interrupting your orgasm at that point okay so we we, we have 10 we need two more right yeah we need two more. that means we definitely have to take out more than just one of these no no, I just... no that's the thing okay ez what's your what's your third no it's, ez did his third that was mine, the yeah mine was facilitate orgasms in your friends <laughs> offer to facilitate not not offer. actually do it hey you know i could uh provide you with a clean well-lit space and some rubber gloves you could really do something with <laughs> <laughs> all right awesome. do you use clean rubber gloves to do it on yourself. She did at the orgasm training camp in Soma. Oh, right, right. Oh. But at, not at on Camp himself. Diddles. Right. Camp no. Diddles. Camp Diddle Diddle. We hold you in our hearts. <laughs> when we think about you, I have to go in the other room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and do air squats. Uh, all right. <laughs> and take a, Okay, guys, moving on. Uh, so I have I have to decide between my last two. 
Do I want? Do you guys want the easy one or the hard one? Hard one. Hard one. You guys are dicks. <laughs> Fuck okay. it. No fruit. <laughs> but no, I like fruit. <laughs> I know you do. That's why this is a sacrifice. That's why it's a challenge, Ezra. No fruit. But we can eat it on our binge day, right? Oh yeah, except on your binge. Sure. Yeah, no, fruit except on Saturdays. Okay, well, this one's pro bono. Okay, what's your last one, Colleen? Uh, my last one is just. I was going to choose something specific, but just since Tim Ferriss likes to generally experiment with supplements, I was going to say we should all go to the our local vitamin shop and pick a supplement of choice and just see what it does to us over the course of a month. <laughs> you know what? You know what, what, calling, what if we go and, and they're like, what do you want? You're like, dealer's choice, man. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise me. Spin the bottle. <laughs> yeah. So everyone pick a supplement. Okay. Yes. What if I do? Um, there's creatine for longevity. There's butter fat tablets for butter. Anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> for butter longevity. All right. Well, so we have a list of twelve. So now everyone gets to eliminate one from the list. First, Chris, reiterate our list. Okay. Number one, drink one point five liters of cold water per morning immediately upon waking. Number two, masturbate five minutes per day. Number three, binge on Saturdays. Number four, forty air squats after eating entrees. Number five, isometric exercises before all meals. Number six, take photos of everything you eat. Number seven, make a pre-bed snack part of your nutritional plan. Number eight, make it into a competition. Any rule break owes a homeless man 25 cents. Number nine, extra guacamole on all Mexican food. Number 10, offer to facilitate orgasms for all friends. Number 11, no fruit. And number 12, take supplements. I have my decision. Uh, Colleen, I'm going to let you go first because you had the last choice on adding stuff. Please eliminate the one where I have to offer to facilitate orgasms to all my friends always because I don't want to pay people every time I'm not offering. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Done and done. Ezra, what's what's your elimination? I want my fruit. My fruit's getting back. Taking your fruit back. Taking my fruit back. You know what? For what it's worth, though, I'm going to pretend this rule did not get eliminated. <laughs> yeah, I pretend this rule never is, <laughs> is always on the table. I'm going to live, I'm gonna live the world as, as if rule number 11 still existed. Uh, all right. Cool. <laughs> Chris, you get one elimination if you'd like it. Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm considering getting rid of the air squats because... <laughs> what? Not because I can't do them, but just because it, it seems damn inconvenient when I'm like, it's my work day... <laughs> Oh, just run into the bathroom stall. And then go, <laughs> like, I, you know. Think about how perfect your posterior will be. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't mind if we did a little exercise for part of this plan. Yeah. In fact, I'm kind of thinking about taking away one of my one of my gross things. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to pass as well. I like all of these. So we are, we are recording this actually on Saturday, January 22nd. So what we're going to do is we are going to reconvene on Tuesday... The 22nd of February. Oh my god, that's a month? This is going to kill me. We're going to do one <laughs> month of this, right? Is that That's how much we should yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, quick editor's note here. If you want to follow along with us on this amazing journey, you can by going to bodybybullshit.com. There you'll find our pictures before and after, which might look a lot the same. And you'll also find the rules. Once again, bodybybullshit.com. And three and four and get them sit-ups right in. Tuck your tummy tight and do your crunches like this. Give head, stop, breathe, get up, check your weave. Don't drop the blunt or disrespect the weave. Meanwhile, in the surroundings of Forks, Washington... Shit, I need to be a vampire tomorrow, and I have zero time to work out and vampire prep. Bella, as Timothy Ferris, the author of The 4-Hour Body, I gotta tell you, 
that's not really enough time, actually. Uh, a lot of my things are very intensive. I don't really know how you can get this done. You have a lot of unawesomeness to overcome. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not a vampire yet, so I have to sleep a lot of the time. Like, what? We can start you off on weighing your poop, but I just don't know if it's going to be enough, honestly. Hey, guys. I'm Agent Simpkins. Oh, hey. And I just kicked out a door to your forest. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> I've got an idea that I think will solve your problems right now. No way. First, we'll fly a helicopter through a plate glass window in the National Cathedral. Then... Go on. No, that was my plan. <laughs> Are you sure that was, that was it? That was it. That's all but, I've got. Uh, that's a great plan, but uh, I'm still not in enough good shape to do that or oh, be a vampire. right. You want to read Timothy Ferris's book, but you don't have time to do it. Because right. you're going to have to turn into a vampire really soon. Have I got a deal for you? Tell me more. Well, did you know that you can listen to audiobooks while you're sleeping and it still counts as learning? What? It does. So you need an audiobook. But where are you going to get one of them? Good question. Well, first you take a helicopter through a plate glass window in the National Cathedral. Yeah, we, you already that we established that. No, that's the only plan I had. <laughs> then you'll get an audiobook somehow. Sure you don't want... How exactly? Oh, right. Well, once you're laying in the pile of glass at the bottom with your tattoos and stuff... I mean, I'll have my laptop with me. Perfect! You can use your laptop like a phone. No. Damn it. You can order more glass. No, I've got it. I got it. Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Free audiobook. I figured it out. I got there. I got there. I'm lovable. Nice. By the way, Timothy Ferris, I just want to say there's something about you, like pheromones coming off you. I want to fuck you right now, even though I've got a job. It's because I ate meat. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> okay, anyway, but, but put your scale aside with your wax paper, because I've got business to attend to. We have to, we need you to, oh, you wanted a free book. If you go to that address, audiblepodcast.com slash free to weep, you'll get a free audiobook just for signing up for a free trial. You can even get Timothy Ferris's The 4-Hour Body, which only takes four hours as opposed to reading it, which takes a million years. Also, you could listen to that while you're sleeping or while you're flying your helicopter through a plate glass window in the National Cathedral. And then, uh... <laughs> okay, we can, only, we can only do that once. They'll fix it. And they'll give you another helicopter? Well, you have to find another agency, but somebody will. There's always somebody who's got a helicopter they don't need. Are you working for the Russians, Agent Simpkins? I have. <laughs> Reduce your chances of bacterial infection while reading books. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash readitandweep. Because all you people are vampires. And all your stories are stale. And though you pretend to stand by us. I know you're certain will fail. So it is time for our final compliment to Timothy Ferris. This is the last thing nice you'll ever have to say about him. From now on, you can speak honestly. So, please, in reverse order, Colleen, you must go first for the final compliment. My compliment is that Timothy Ferris just took his own stupid workout and got a ton of people to buy a book about it. That's awesome. <laughs> I would also love it if I could take my blog about my like ill-conceived running and training plans and get everyone to buy it and pretend that it's what you should be doing. So props to Tim. I mean, if it was free, I'd buy it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Okay, uh, going backwards. I am next. Okay, so for my, my minor compliment, here's the way he said science works. 
First they try it on racehorses, then on AIDS patients because of muscle wasting, then bodybuilders, then elite athletes, then rich people, and then the rest of us. <laughs> Which finally explains the long, long question of why AIDS patients eat so many oats. <laughs> also, uh, it explains why we have to we have to shoot elite athletes if they fall down, or, or <laughs> and why we make glue out of rich people. Yeah, that's right. You don't hear a lot from Nancy Kerrigan anymore, do you? <laughs> Ezra, what is your minor compliment? At one point, he makes a distinction between exercise and physical recreation, and one of the things he lists as physical rep- recreation, and it's about time someone did, is tipping cows. Because I'll just say, cows do not tip themselves. <laughs> Nor is cow tipping, as I've always said, it's not ex- it's not exercise. Well, and cow tipping is fun, and exercise is not. Right, no, exercise is not right. fun. Oh. Uh, right. Nor is sex, nor is uh, Anything. sleeping. Yeah. Anything good. Or, or high ally. Just don't play that game. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's good that he's aiming this book at Spanish immigrants in the 70s. <laughs> nice job, dude. Uh, I also, my, my next, my compliment uh, piggybacks on that. It just, the bold logic of this guy in devising some of this stuff. He heard somewhere that in Japanese lab rats, exercise helps them eat more efficiently. And because he read that from, you know, Science Lies Digest Weekly. <laughs> ScienceLies.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he now is a guy who wind sprints for 60 to 90 seconds before every single meal. <laughs> also, are J- Japanese lab rats just regular lab rats in Japan? Or are they a different breed of lab rats? <laughs> oh, I thought... It's not like they speak Japanese. What else, like, what else does it make? What makes them Japanese lab rats? If cartoons are to be believed, tentacles. But, you know. <laughs> That is it for our show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Uh, we have uh, This has been episode number 78. We've enjoyed having you here. We will talk to you again next week. Next week, we are going to be watching Jersey Shore Season 3, the first few episodes. The first like, five or so will be out. Jersey Shore Season 3, bitches. Here we come. Yeah, yeah, Jersey Shore, yeah. <laughs> it's Jersey Shore time. It's Jersey Shore time. I'm really excited because the first season, there was no smush room, and the second season, there was a smush room. So at that pace... Double smush room? There must be, like, they must have, like, a smush palace by now. I think and then next the year there'll be a smush country, and then a smush planet. Smush universe? Smushiverse? Smushiverse. <laughs> the Unismush. Oh, no, that sounds like it's a clown. All right, anyway, uh, so join us next week. That's all available on MTV.com, I believe, so you can watch episodes there. All, as always, just topic at read-weep.com slash suggest. And give us any feedback you have. Join our mailing list and get a free prize for doing so. And also just let us know how what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy, whether or not you're planning on joining the Read It and Weep 4-Hour Challenge. All of that is at readweep.com slash contact. As always, thank you so much for being here, Chris and Ezra. Yep. yep. And thank you so much for joining us, uh, Colleen. We really appreciate it. Oh, anytime. Colleen writes about all of her adventures in trying to get the ultimate hard body at uhb etc Dot blogspot.com. Yep. Which someday will have a more convenient URL. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Another quick editor's note. You can now find Colleen's blog at ultimatehardbody.net. Just don't tell her that I did that for her. And there you'll find out all about her exercise plans and pictures of her dog. That's it, everybody. Talk to you next week. We are out.
that the sound of? That was Nancy Kerrigan getting shot. Oh my god. Oh my god! Getting <laughs> shot? No, first she got hit in the knee, and then she the famous quote was she goes, Oh, why me, why me, when she got hit in the knee. Oh. And then because her knee was broken, they had to shoot her. They had to put her down. <laughs> I sure she didn't say, why me? Why me? <laughs> why me?